0: Ladies and gents, welcome back to the channel today. Today's video is only going to be a short one or a shorter than usual one because I completely appreciate that everyone is watching the midterm elections and looking out for the results and watching it live. So it's it's really taking up everyone's time at the moment. So what I wanted to do was rather than use today as a bigger production, uh, to actually just talk about the stock markets today and how this may be affected by the midterm elections. And I have actually pulled together some data for you, which shows historically what happens prior to the midterms and after the midterms. And it's quite interesting, actually, the statistics and the data, because I think that this time could be a little bit different. And it's pretty uh, putting my neck out there to say that because in 90% of times after a midterm election, the stock market has rallied. It's really gone up quite dramatically. But I'm gonna outline today why I think that it may not do that on this occasion. And just a reminder, if you haven't done my stock market course, my macro economics and finance course, definitely check that out. The link is below in the description. It is still on sale at the moment but that will be ending very very shortly. It's already ending this weekend for the private community and the offer will be ending on YouTube very shortly as well. So historically then what has happened to the S&P 500 in particular 12 months after a midterm election Well, it's quite surprising, actually, because a lot of the data shows that the market drops going towards a midterm, but then increases by around 16.3% after a midterm election for the 12 months afterwards. So since 1946, then 90% of the time, the S&P did increase. So this is 17 out of the 19 midterm elections. Now, I want to just outline why I believe that that happened and actually diving deeper into the the data, why that actually happened. Now, the reason that the S&P or the markets in general tend to go up after midterms is because there tends to be more spending bills passed, especially if there is a change in power. There tends to be a lot more spending. And we know from what the Republican, well, firstly, I'm not sure what happened to this big red wave that all the news networks were talking about, or should I say Fox was the main one that that mainly said there would be, be this huge red wave, CNN said it would be a huge blue wave, of course one is on the left, one is on the right, so this is what you would expect. But I think that the general consensus was for a red wave this time around, which we're just not seeing. It is, yet again, a fairly close race. Now, if the Republicans do take control of the House and the Senate, and as of the time of recording this video, it's still undecided. By the time this video comes out, it may already be decided. We do know that there are going to be more spending on defense under a Republican party, or at least this is one of the things that they have talked about. But I don't necessarily think that there is going to be a lot more spending in other areas, which you might typically see. The reason for that is because we have 40-year highs in inflation. There is a very weak economy, the USA is struggling right now, Um, and it's not just the USA, it's most countries are really struggling. They are in recession, even if they don't like to admit that, they are in recession. What's holding it up is a strong job market at the moment, and it's, it's taken everyone by surprise, even a lot of economists, that the job market is still holding up quite well. But just remember that high levels of employment or low levels of unemployment is is a lagging indicator, so I do still expect to see unemployment rising as we go into 2023. And we're already seeing some of the things I talked about in terms of the white collar workers or some of the higher end tech um, workers with the higher salaries, 150 k and upwards. These are being quite heavily cut, we've seen this at Twitter, we've seen this at Meta just this week, and a whole host of other tech companies. So it would be my guess, and it would really be a guess, that we're going to start seeing this trickle down as a way for some of these companies to actually increase their earnings by cutting out what I always say they cut out first, and that is staff. Now, of course, the other thing you have to think about are the policies of each party. We know that the Democrats are very heavy on green energy and renewables and spending there. We know that the Republicans are more interested in releasing more natural gas and oil, what is known as fossil fuels, even though they're not fossil fuels. So depending on who wins the the Senate or wins the House, you're probably going to see some movement in those stocks. But again, I wouldn't really put too much emphasis on these at this point unless you're a trader, at which point you've probably already made your trades on this today. But the other reason that this is quite important as to who holds the House and the Senate is because currently the president so biden is able to put through a lot of spending bills now it's not easy to get spending bills through but if the house and the senate went red this would become a lot more difficult for him to do so you would also see a lot of political things begin to happen republicans have been quite clear that if they do win they are going to be starting all sorts of cases against biden Um, Looking into his son and the laptop um, situation, which we know is completely crazy. And I talked about it on yesterday's video, how the FBI and Facebook and a lot of these other departments colluded together to actually restrict a lot of that information, restrict the New York Post story on it. So we do know that there's going to be a lot of investigations that are launched, even and including the impeachment of Biden is also being discussed. So let's go over to the shared screen now and look at a little bit of this data. Now, so far today, we haven't seen much movement in the S&P, but this is to be expected. We've seen some heavy losses here in disney the usual drops in nvidia but if we look at the oil and gas sector here we are seeing some negative numbers which is somewhat indicative of what they may think might happen today But let's quickly look at the Shiller PE ratio. And if you'd like me to do a deeper video on the stock market, um, just let me know in the comments below. I'm happy to go over all of this. But the average on the Shiller PE is somewhere in the region of 16 to 17. And we're still sat here at 28. So historically, and if you go by the median averages here, it shows that it could come down back to the mean average if the tightening cycle that we're currently in, that is, Quantitative tightening, as well as higher or increase in interest rates, that would indicate that we may revert back to a mean average a lot sooner than many people would expect. But if we jump over to the S and P five hundred, just the P E ratio, so not looking at the shiller, you can see this already come down quite heavily from about thirty eight this year down to nineteen point eight two. So we're not too far off the average of around fifteen to sixteen here, which personally. I do think we probably will hit... I think regardless of who takes the Senate and the House, they would be quite unwise to start ramping up spending all over again, because it's just going to exacerbate the current inflation problem. Now, this is the data that I said is quite useful, and it shows us right back here to 1962 with JFK, and it shows before the midterm S&P price, so the 12 months before, we had negative numbers. I mean, look at this column as we go down. It was fairly heavy on the negative numbers. Under Ronald Reagan, we had a a run-up here, also under Clinton on his second term, and then more run-ups here. Now, you can't take a lot of this data and just expect it to be exactly the same this time around, And the reason why is because we've not been in such an unprecedented crisis as we are this time around. Sure, we could say the 70s, we had something quite similar. This was the period of stagflation where we had very high levels of inflation here. But will we see the same sort of results? So coming out of it, a 15% return in three months, a 24.8% return in six months, and a 13% over the year, I would be very surprised if we did see those sort of numbers, because I just don't think that we're going to see that kind of spending or a looser monetary policy. So this is why I said that what I'm going to talk about and explain really just go against the grain, because the data does suggest that we are going to see a strong run up of around 16.3%, which we can see by this figure here. But I would be very surprised if we did actually see that and it did materialize. And we can see here already year to date change in the S&P is 19.68%. And the one year change is 18.29%. So I know a lot of people are expecting a giant run up right now. I would say just be a little more cautious because i would be very surprised if we did see this and that is as a result of this tightening cycle that we are currently in to put this very simply when we have very low interest rates this stimulates the economy it has people borrow more money so if interest rates are low you might go out and you might get an auto loan you might be willing to Purchase a bigger house because you can get more house for your money due to the interest rate. You might be willing to take on more personal debt, and the banks may be flush with a lot of cash, so they are willing to lend to you. But as we go into periods of high inflation, what we often see is a tightening cycle. So that's interest rates actually rising, and this is no longer a period of quantitative easing where it's more creation of currency, but we actually uh, see a period of quantitative tightening. So this is actually. Removing liquidity from the markets and the banking sector is the easiest way to describe it without getting too complicated on it all. So to go a little more granular then, bigger defense budgets, this is what is expected, heavier scrutiny of military aid to Ukraine, and a tougher line on China are all on the horizon should Republicans take control of the House or Senate. Experts already have their eyes on a spate of defense topics, both global and domestic. They are poised to change under a new Congress ranging from spending levels to social policies and everything in between. The lawmakers promise to support our troops, invest in an efficient, effective military, establish a select committee on China, and exercise peace through strength with our allies to counter increasing global threats. While the fiscal 2023 defense budget is still being worked out between the House and Senate, lawmakers are expected to agree to an $815 billion defense budget, around 9% higher than last year's spending. So for those of you who do invest in defense stocks, it's not something that I invest in personally, that could be something for you to keep your eye on. But we have seen some interesting comments from House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy and he's talking about how there won't be a blank check for Ukraine if Republicans take control. And he's talking about the reason why we have a 31 trillion dollar national debt and you can see that here 31.2 trillion debt per citizen almost $94,000 or debt per taxpayer $248,000. I mean let's be honest that is never going to be paid off. And just a couple more notes then as we wrap up here, Kevin McCarthy, who would likely become Republican Speaker if the Republican wins, has not ruled out impeaching Biden. What are the biggest issues right now as we go into this election or come out of this election? Well, it's inflation. It's the economy, which is the usual thing that takes up most people's mind in any election. People want to have an enjoyable life. They want to be earning a good salary and be able to put food on their table. So what happens if the Republican Party wins then? We don't need to guess. The GOP is already telling us it will make life miserable for Biden and try to destroy his hopes of re-election. Uh, but McCarthy told CNN in an exclusive interview that he plans to subject the White House to a blistering round of in investigations. McCarthy tells CNN the first bill would be on border security if GOP wins the house. All right, well, that is you now up to date, my friends. Just a reminder, if you haven't taken the macro finance course, my stock market course combined, the link is below in the description. It is still on sale right now. Thanks for watching today. Take care. God bless. I'll see you tomorrow.